interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome back, Words on Fire podcast. Coming back to you again, episode 26. We got my man Vince, and I am his humble servant, Cujo. <laughs> this week, we got a special guest as we preluded last week. Is that right? Preluded? Prelude? Is that yeah. something like that? I don't know. I'm not the English major yeah. like fucking Vince. Okay. He's always talking shit. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah me and my high school diploma. Yeah. <laughs> it's a GED, dog. It's a difference. <laughs> this week, we got the lovely Kimmy Jade. Hello. Hi, Kimmy. Hi. Everybody give it a little. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So just to talk a lot about about Kimmy. Kimmy, you, in fact, are the real deal stripper, right? There's not just like a random chick that we got off. No, I I have a, I'm going on a 20 year, Yeah, about 20 years doing this. So not not just any stripper. No. A vet in the game. A vet. This is, this is, this is about as, as best that we can do because I mean you get it from all angles mm-hmm. now you know what I mean you, you get it it's from all seen it all. yeah I mean I'm, I'm sure you've seen some of the most craziest shit to some of the most you know uh, just weirdest shit out there I've right? seen it all I, I'm I'm not shocked anymore <laughs> now <laughs> alright one shocking thing that I think our listeners actually will find shocking is the fact that <laughs> you are not just an average stripper you're actually pretty smart you have a degree, am I correct? I have three, actually. Uh, and then I stand correctly. Yes. <laughs> I lost, yes. I lost smarter than those. <laughs> okay. Apparently. All right. So then, yes. you're, so then you're going to take over the show. And we'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are your degrees okay, in? Okay. So uh, my very first degree is I have a bachelor's in psychology, a bachelor's mm-hmm. in criminal justice, and I just got my master's of science and social work. Damn. Yes. That sounds like important. Yeah, that sounds... That's too advanced. So I guess uh-huh. after hearing all that, the first initial question I'm sure everybody asks, so then why strip after why all that? Strip? Yeah, after all those accomplishments. Well, you know, I I feel that my dancing is is equally an accomplishment. Okay. Um, I don't look at my dancing as something that I should be ashamed of or something that um, was a derailment in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I actually look at my dancing as a, it was quite a stepping stone for me. Okay. Um, it paid for my degrees. Right, um, right, right. And mm. it initially um, introduced what I wanted to do uh, for my future because, mm-hmm. you know, I was dancing and I realized that basically what I was doing is I was counseling. Okay. I have I had customers sitting on my couch mm-hmm. and telling me their problems mm-hmm. and I realized that I had a knack, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was very empathetic, I was very mm-hmm. sincere, I was um I was curious. Okay. Um of course, you know, obviously I want to get paid as well. Right, but <laughs> right, right. Well, duh. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but I I I found it to be really interesting. So then I realized that, you know, hello, you know, I'm a smart chick, just go right. back to school and and mm-hmm. and go the appropriate avenue for that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, so I, I realized that it, it wasn't too different. You know, even when I did get my degree and I was interning and mm-hmm. I was giving counseling um, 
you know, obviously outside in the real world. Right. Um, the problems were the same. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. Did I you, just had clothes on. Did you? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was about to say, actually. Did, so, I mean, when you have a woman naked in front of you, like, yes. especially, you are beautiful. Thank and you. And for, for the fact that you said you've been in the game for mm-hmm. almost 20 years, that to, that to me is fucking yes. amazing. I've yes. seen some girl that have been in it for like 20 months and they look like shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, I, mean, I think I think you're very beautiful and I think one Thank of the things you. that's beautiful about you is your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one of the things I was going to say is it's easy for a guy to, you know, let his soul out when somebody mm-hmm. is naked in front of him yeah. that looks beautiful. Yeah, a guy yes. is basically like at a vulnerable state. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're exactly. pretty much, you know, like infants exactly. at that fucking yeah. point. You exactly. know what I mean? Infants mm-hmm. with a credit card. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and did you find it easier for people to open up to you, I guess, at the club or more like when you're doing your actual, like you said, with your clothes on or was it the same? Well, you know, when I was going through my graduate program, we would get evaluated. So we would do right. simulated uh, counseling. And okay. when I would get feedback on that, I would get the same thing, which was I would get um, I would get comments on how easy I was to talk to, how mm-hmm. comfortable I made them feel. Right. And then when I started interning at the court and mm-hmm. I would give people counseling there, I got the same feedback where I, okay. I, you know, I would notice that I would get clients that had difficulty opening up to maybe the other counselors. Mm-hmm. But with me, you know, they would disclose you know, some information within right. three to four sessions. Okay. And that, that as a counselor is, is pretty, pretty awesome. You know what right. I mean? Cause right. it usually takes quite a few. Right. How long um, ago was this? This was, I stopped interning in May cause I graduated this May. Oh, okay. okay. So, mm-hmm. so, this so, was recent, so the last two years. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. how, did you look like this? <laughs> I'm just, I just want to put some context. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure people would prefer you. Well, guys would prefer you. Well, yeah. you know, I, it was, I would feel a lot more comfortable with you. It was really funny because I used to get offended when when people would say, "Oh, well, if you were my counselor, I I would want you know I would want to have issues and I would want to go and talk to you." And fuck yeah, um, I'm developing issues now. <laughs> you know, I I gave counseling to inmates, so right. that was a mm. huge you know oh, joke yeah. among right. many many of my friends because obviously these men haven't you know right. been out and about in a while or whatnot. Right, right. <laughs> um, and at first it would kind of it would kind of offend me because I would feel that you know it would kind of negate the fact that you know hey I'm, I'm also smart and i also know what i'm doing right but then right. i started to realize that they they made sense you know what i mean and and i kind of embraced it because i realized well you know if i don't get through to him verbally mm-hmm. but if he has if he finds some sort of peace in the hour that he has just staring at me mm-hmm. then i helped him out somehow you know right. what i mean so <laughs> right. it's okay with you know it's with a me. win-win it's yeah. exactly it's a win-win. if you just want to look at me and that makes your day then hell you know do <laughs> it not? that's fine so. <laughs> just make sure just make sure to tip <laughs> just make sure to tip but don't be an asshole about it oh my god i guess um to get a little bit of background yes. like where are you from here in el paso here in el paso born mm-hmm. and raised born and raised in el paso. you haven't lived anywhere else um, I lived in Chandler, Arizona for about six months. Hot as fuck. Yeah. I, <laughs> I danced out there uh-huh. in the clubs in Tempe and in um, Phoenix. Okay. Um, and I did not. Is it like a farm system? Is it like. Oh, yeah, fuck. Like, is it you like got the minors yeah, and the majors. You got the minors. <laughs> you got the majors up here. Or how, how does that work? Like, is it you just know, because it, you moved out there and you wanted to do dance well, somewhere I, locally? Well, I followed one of my friends out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was it was very much a family-type place. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a family, so I was mm-hmm. kind of the outsider. Um, and then when I would go to work, um, there was a lot of white girls, a lot of blondes, a lot of, you know, Barbie types, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, and there was a lot of hustlers. And considering that I've been a dancer for as long as I have, I don't consider myself a hustler. I don't jump around. 
Um, um, I guess it's just me. Um, what's a hustler? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> can, can you clarify? Okay. That? A hustler. Let this me, is what a hustler is. Let okay. me write that down. Have you ever yeah. gone into a strip club and you don't even get to sit down for the first five seconds and boom, they're on your lap and they're like, hey, honey. Foxy's. That's you. <laughs> yeah, that's Foxy's. That's okay. Vince. Uh, Vince uh, to be fair, that's Vince anywhere we go. Oh, no. oh, okay. We that's go eat. That's Foxy's. Okay. Go to McDonald's and they're like on his ass like that okay. trying to give him some fucking free ice cream. Okay. Well, that's that's a hustler. I get but that that's, Deli. that's not a negative thing, obviously. No, right? not at all. I mean, that's what we're there for. We're right. there to make money and they're, right, right, right. they're going to catch that guy as mm-hmm. fast as they can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit of a slow mover. Okay. Um, I, I'm a watcher. I pay attention. Um, I get to see, you know, I think I have a pretty good assessment of who who has money when they walk in and who okay. doesn't. <laughs> oh shit! So, 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 so that's what you look for. Who yeah. has the most money? That, like, I, okay, I who, sit who, there and I watch. Who's the one that's the most depressed? I can get the most money out of. Or well, it's not that I look for a depressed person. Mm-hmm. That's that's not what I look at at all. Um, for example, okay, I, I worked at one of the local clubs that's eighteen and over. Okay. I couldn't. I, I didn't do as well there, and the reason that I didn't do as well there is because and this I, was in Chandler. This was here in El Paso. Oh, El Paso. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't do as well there because I wasn't there to party. I wasn't there to have a good time. I wasn't mm-hmm. there to be your girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when you go to clubs that are 18 and over, the guys that are very young, mm-hmm. um, that's what they want to do. Right. And I'm not there for that. Right, right, right. So at the club that I work at, you know, the men, I tend to go for older men, mm-hmm. um, like really older men. Right, right, because right. they kind of just want to chill they want to talk and those are the ones that start to disclose or the, the, those are the ones that actually build relationships with you mm-hmm. the ones that actually want to see you once a week and I would rather sit with that type of customer for mm-hmm. you know a couple hours and make you know a few hundred right. versus bouncing around to the young guys that are getting one to two dances you know every five songs like or, to build like regulars basically. right exactly yeah. so that's yeah. how I work yeah well you got to build your clientele I mean exactly. it's, it's only it's, it's it's a smart business move to I mean to be quite honest with you mm-hmm. so, I mean oh yeah like you said, I mean, so, so you like you said, it's, so it's generally older men that you look for, right? Yes. So say mm-hmm. if it's a younger cat, you mm-hmm. stay clear of that or? No, no. I mean, I never say no to money, obviously. Okay. I mean, unless, you know, they're being rude or whatnot. But right. no, no. If a young guy comes in and I'm not busy and, you know, he wants that floor dance for $10, I'll mm-hmm. give it to him. No complaints. Right. You know, just make sure to chill the hell out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess, I mean, I guess this is the obvious, the younger, the person the more of an asshole that they are right i mean not necessarily no no really no um the biggest assholes that i've ever experienced have been the professionals really yes like the lawyers the cops the the ones with the name right with the name Mm. right because yes do you think that that's an extension of what they are because they think they have definitely authority or whatever yeah and you know and and i'm not just talking out of my ass obviously i've i've had the luxury of infiltrating both worlds okay you know what i mean so i've seen the professionals in my strip club Mm -hmm. persona and i've worked with the professionals in my intern counseling persona right and i can tell you it it there's not much variation (laughs) (laughs) okay what what's the what what's the longevity usually for a stripper what i've noticed is i would say about six months to a couple of years okay yeah and a lot of times um if they're very young Mm -hmm. um they're not even sure what they want to do with their lives most of the time right. and they get knocked up they get a guy the mm-hmm. guy doesn't want them to do what they're doing right um and then they move on okay um and then they tend to come back after the baby's born when the guy leaves things yeah, like yeah. that yeah yeah right. yeah well, of course yeah i mean so, that's just standard practice and uh-huh. how, how, how old were you when you got into the game i was about 20 years old 20 years old yes and i know the and i guess what brought you to the yeah. game okay what brought me to the game so 
this is my story. When I was about 16 years old, um, I got pregnant and my father was a state trooper and he was very um, militant and just mm. a tyrannical, horrible person. And basically he said, get out and take your baby with you. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So I was out in the world and... So you lived just with your, your dad? No, no, my parents. Your parents? Both my parents. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. okay. Did um, your mom have any say in that? My mom was very... She was very submissive, unfortunately. Um this was my mom's a therapist as well um so she you know it's really funny because whenever you're in that profession you Mm. think that you know all your your family problems and your social problems and everything obviously you've you've got a hold of it and you can solve them all because you're a therapist right right but it tends to be the complete opposite yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) you tend to know what you're doing when you go to work but then your home life is like a hot mess Mm -hmm. right and that's kind of what was going on at home is that you know we had these two personalities my mom and my dad and they clashed and she kind of checked out and you know and he was just awful so i said fine and i left and unfortunately you know i had a baby to worry about so at that point you know i knew i was a pretty girl you know what Mm. i mean so um i had started waitressing at hooters okay and hooters had just opened i think this was like in the what 98 something like that 97 something like that okay that's how old i am but anyway (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah, so I started working at Hooters, and it was really good for like the first couple of years because right. it was a new place. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you know how El Paso is. Oh, you yeah. know, it's, oh, yeah. it's brand new. Everybody yeah, wants to go, yeah, and then exactly. boom, it dies out, right? Yeah, of course. So then after that, you know, I started struggling, and and I had a couple of girls that would go in mm-hmm. uh, to Hooters once a week, and they were dancers at Foxy's. And so, and they always had money. These bitches always had money. (laughs) Yeah, they were really good tippers. I mean, they were raunchy as fuck and, you know, whatever. But they always had money. And I appreciated them, you know what I mean? So I went to go see them Mm -hmm. um, dance. And I remember sitting there uh, with all my guy friends all, you know, and just I had never been there. And it was even embarrassing. Like, I didn't want to look at titties. I was all like, oh, shit. Like, it was weird. It was awkward, right? (laughs) Right, right. So anyway, so I go and, and I catch a glimpse of this girl. And she's gorgeous like mm. this chick was beautiful right so i choose to kind of just you know visually follow her around the club to see mm-hmm. what she's doing and i asked the guys you know so how does it work like how much are the dances and they're like i think it was 20 or 30 dollars or something like that because it was all nude right right so i'm like so every time this bitch bounces around for song she's making 20 or 30 dollars right mm-hmm. I'm like yeah so i swear to god i followed her for about an hour and i clocked her at maybe 400 bucks in an damn. hour wow. damn and i was like wow what right. in the world right, so right. at that point you know the, yeah. the light bulb goes off <laughs> and i'm like you know i'm tired of struggling i'm tired right. of hearing my parents tell me that you know i'm a fuck up and i'm taking my kid with me and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just tired of my car leaving me everywhere <laughs> you know I, i'm tired and i really don't want to go ask for assistance not mm-hmm, that there's yeah. anything wrong with that right. there, mm-hmm. there's plenty of people that need welfare and things like that and right, i right, totally right. support that but at that point, you know, I was young, I was capable of working, and mm. I just didn't feel that that was the route that I wanted to take. Right. Like during that time, were you like in an apartment? Just you? I was your- living in this. It was a really cute little apartment downtown. It's supposed mm. to be haunted. They actually did a story <laughs> on it on the news. It's, it's a cute little studio apartment, hardwood floors, really cute. I think I was paying like three twenty-five a month at the time. Awesome. Yeah, and then but it was hilarious <laughs> because it had a, a basement. There was like maybe 20 tenants, right? And they mm-hmm. had a basement and mm-hmm. it was totally rape city. Like <laughs> it was um, it was the only laundry, right? Oh, it was a one shit. washer and one dryer for 20 tenants, mm-hmm. right? 
but it was in the basement. And I think I traumatized my kid because I used to tell him to wait in the stairs and if something happened to take off running and ask for help, right? Oh, so I would go and it had like this autopsy light, you know, where you kind of had to search. <laughs> you had to search for the string to pull on it, right, you know, right, to right. light it up. Yeah. So basically that's how poor we were, you know, is what I'm right. trying to say, you know. So I felt really bad and, and it just sucked. So then I thought, you know, this, this isn't the life that I want for him. This isn't mm -hmm. the life that I want for me. So... I just thought, you know, I'm just going to see, I'm just going to do it. Right. Um, right. I tend to be a little bit impulsive, which is, I don't know if it's good or bad, but so yeah. I decided to just do it. Okay. So I started at Prince Micah Valley's. Oh shit. Yes. Throwback. Ooh, yeah. That yeah. shit is. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing what, what happened that first night. I could not, I was 20 wow. years old and I mean, I walked out of there with like eight, 900 bucks. Damn. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah, right. Like, mm. seriously? Like, I paid my <laughs> rent. I paid my car. I paid my bills that one day. Right, 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 right. And I was shocked. And I didn't really feel bad about myself. Like, mm. I, I wasn't like, oh, my God. I took my clothes off. I'm a mm. horrible person. Like, I didn't. Yeah. I had no no regrets. Is that how you say it? Regrets. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Like yeah. that stilo. No yeah. regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so after that i was all like Psh, fuck this like this yeah. is it you know so so that first dance the first time you go up there mm -hmm. like what the fuck was going yeah, through yeah, well, like, what's sober? That like, what, yeah what well the way that i approached it was this i i felt okay first of all um i don't really drink i'm a social drinker but i'm mm -hmm. not much of a drinker i i don't do drugs so i didn't feel that i should um i should have to kind of What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it unless I was doing it because I wanted to, not numbing anything. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Right. So when I first did it, um, I practiced. I went to pretty much every strip club across you know town, mm -hmm. and I watched girls and I saw who's making money. I'm a researcher. Okay. You know, hello. No, that's smart. that's what I do. You're a businesswoman. Um, exactly. So I picked on the on the girls that were beautiful that were making money, mm -hmm. and I kind of watched the strategy. I watched them dance. Yeah. I actually invested in a pole. I bought myself a pole. I put okay. it into my house. Mm -hmm. um, I started practicing in front of a mirror. And this is what I recommend to this day. I cringe <laughs> when I'm sitting there at work and we get a new girl and she's wearing street shoes and she still can't move. And I'm like, you know, practice before you get here because right. you look mm -hmm. silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. I practiced for a few weeks. Um, so then I go to Prince and they didn't have a pole, which kind of sucked because I had practiced on a pole, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm ready. You know, the I've got, strategies out the door. Yeah. And then I, I've got my song and I right. remember it was um, Got You Where I Want You by The Flies. That was Look the song you. that I was like, I practiced to that song for a week. So I had it down, right? <laughs> so then I go to the DJ and he's such a dick, right? And he's like, oh no, I'm going to play you what I want. Yeah. And obviously I'm rookie. I just right, started. Right. So I'm not going to argue Dang with the days. dude. Can't argue, I mean? with the DJ. Can't argue so with the DJ. So the only, the only, horrible memory of my first day was the song that he started me off to which was ladies night like what the fuck is that right <laughs> ladies night what the fuck the, throw, the fucking 70s yes dude ladies wow. night right <laughs> wow not even the little kim version i was just kind of like what in the world but i was like whatever dude just pretend it's the flies so i went up there <laughs> and i danced and i got tipped and yeah. And people liked me. Right. And I got asked for dances right away. Like, I didn't even have to go and ask. I, right. I got approached. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I didn't I didn't have a negative experience the first mm. time. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I know, like, I, I, for whatever reason, we have tend to go through, like, at different times, right? Like, mm -hmm. we've gone once 
right when they open at fucking 11 in the morning. Why? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. That's why you have like three people working. One's the fucking bouncer, yeah. the bartender, yeah. the one that cleans up the stage. Yeah, one's a waitress and yeah. a dancer at the same right. time. Yeah, yeah, you got the headliner. <laughs> they should hold on. I'll give you your drink right now after I fucking dance. <laughs> yeah, right. And, 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 and they always have this look. I don't want to say always, but I guess during slow times mm-hmm. when they're dancing, they have this look like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> or like, like, like I've always wondered, like, like, are you up there like, damn, I got to go stop by for milk. I gotta slap my ass real fast. I yeah, gotta fucking pay. I gotta pay the fucking. You know, unfortunately, that's accurate. Unfortunately, yeah? that's accurate. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, 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 how does it work? Because I, I think from <laughs> the research that I've done, uh, <laughs> is apparently I guess you have to you pay the house. Yes. So what happens some, is oh, how does that work? We get there and we're paying them to allow us to work there. Like we're renting the space. Renting the space. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I, I, I tend to get there really late. I get there after nine all the time. Mm. So for me, I pay $50 just to work. Okay. Um, and then we're required to tip out our bartender and to tip out our DJ um, and to tip out uh, the guy that walks us, you know, the outside person, mm-hmm. um, which I have no problem with because yeah. you know, obviously we all work together. We all, right. you know, need each other. So I'm great with that. Right. Um, right. So that's how that works. Okay. Well, let's, so let's say like on one night you make well, 800. Mm-hmm. Like how much does that take home money? Well, okay, so it's $50 to the door. I tip the DJs anywhere from 20 to $40, depending. Um, and then the bartender, since I really don't drink or spend much time at the bar, I give them the minimum, which is five bucks, sometimes 10, depending on what they did for me or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the outside guy, I tip them about 10 bucks. And that's, what, that's 50? It's about 100. It's about 700 take home. That's, yeah. that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start stripping with you then. <laughs> They take guys there too or not? No, no guys. <laughs> sorry. And, and it, it's that every time, or the yeah. more you make, the more you have to tip. No, or? it. Um, we have minimums. So, so basically, as long as we give the DJ, the bar, the outside person five dollars, but mm-hmm. I think that's kind of low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why would I do that? You know what I mean. Yeah. So if yeah, I'm yeah, making yeah. that much money, why am I going to be cheap, right? So. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, you got to keep everybody happy. There. Yeah. That way money talks. Cool. You know, exactly. mm-hmm. we're yeah, yeah, friends, yeah. but money talks. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. So. <laughs> so to this day, when you hear that fucking ladies' night, do you just fucking still get that? You're like, yeah. <laughs> I I, rem- I just think I'm like, dude, you got I'm PTSD. Like, huh? I do. I do. But he was such a mean DJ. So yeah, I always remember that. I don't remember his name, but yeah, I remember that. I would have started off with Akinelli. You can't go wrong with Akinelli. Put it in my mouth song. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. go, that's no, like a fucking know. club favorite. That's, that's, too typ- that's, that's, that's too, a club favorite. That's, too, that's, what about, too stereotypical. Um, that's a club banger. That's, that's too true. stereotypical. Come on. No, it's not. So it's, she wants to be different. Come what on. about Give Me That Nut by Easy? I stand corrected. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So then, <laughs> well, how, how long were you there for? I was there oh, for about shit. a year. A year? Mm-hmm. Was and it? then um, I was still working at Hooters because during that time, um, I still cared what my parents thought. So <laughs> during that time, so Hooters is his day. Yeah, I right was place. like, oh, I'm just working. I would tell people like, oh, I'm just at Hooters, and I'd be making all this money. I got yeah. a new car, a new place to live. <laughs> and my my kids all with Nikes, looking all cool and shit, right? Got the new Jays, <laughs> Air Force One. Yeah, baby. dude. The Air Force PlayStation. One. My mom's like, what? Like, so yeah. So anyway, so I'm still lying and telling everybody that I'm working at. Hooters, but mm-hmm. then they found out at Hooters because you know how people talk and oh, they yeah. love gossip, right? Mm-hmm. So they gave me the option at Hooters and they said, okay, it's either wings, $40 a night, or Fuck. go do your dancing and make whatever you're making, right? And I was like, hmm, okay, bye. <laughs> Damn. It was nice. Thank you. Appreciate it. But no, I'm, I'm off. Yeah, I'm you're, you're better so, off. I mean, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
damn, from $40 to 800 that's a fucking no-brainer. Yeah. I do that shit. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. but I, they do have some good wings, though. I yeah. mean, well, they had. Yeah, I, the I haven't been in a long time. So <laughs> I, was, I, was I was there yesterday. I was there yesterday. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was there yesterday. <laughs> it's the same fucking crowd. Same fucking people that were there when they opened. They're still fucking there. Fucking like 40 All years in. Long, right? Yeah, it's oh, fucking, yeah. I already know their rotation. Yeah. It's fucking, so, well, actually, there. when I was when I was waitressing at Hooters, one of um, this dancer uh, was there and... Um, one of her, one of my friends uh, introduced me to her, and then mm-hmm. she she worked at the Red Parrot. Right, and she's telling me, "Oh no, girl! Like you need to try the Red Parrot, and mm-hmm. you'll you'll do so good over there." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'll try it because during the time at Prince, you know, as as great as the money I was making, mm-hmm. right? Y- you know, you you don't want your work environment to suck. You want yeah. to get along with your coworkers. You know, you and and it was just weird. Like I wasn't making friends with the girls. The DJs were mean. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, DJs mean. The bitches are mean. The bouncers no were mean. Pole here. Yeah. So I would go to work and I would get butterflies in my stomach because I was like, ugh, like it's gonna be weird today. Like somebody's gonna be mean to me today. So <laughs> that was the biggest worry was that somebody's gonna be. Fucking mean. Yeah, like right. it just sucked. So I was like, okay, then y'all, I'll try it. So I go to the parrot, and they had three poles, and they were oh, super shit. tall, and everybody was so nice to me. And the DJ played what I asked him to, and, <laughs> and it was fantastic. And I, I made money there too, and yeah. and and I've been there ever since. So you're going on more than 17 years. Oh I think yeah, you said I, I have 19 years at the Parrot in July. Damn. Actually, this oh, month. Yeah, mad seniority then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. anybody who's been there longer than you? Uh, yes. There's a couple girls, I believe. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm like astonished right now. I've never. I like yeah. Juanacino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what I found uh, interesting is that the older. Okay, this is not. What's going on at the Parrot, anyways? Is the the older the dan- the dancer, the more fit she is because mm-hmm. she gets it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, when you're young, you your metabolism is high. Right. You know, you're right. still drinking till five in the morning. You're mm-hmm. still having pizza. You know, when you get out <laughs> yeah. of work and going to Denny's, and because you're young, you right. can do that. You're still mm-hmm. popping kids left and right, and not giving a shit, right? <laughs> right? Whatever, you know. But when you're when you hit 35, when you're my age, 39, mm-hmm. when you're in your 40s, like some of the other chicks in there, mm-hmm. you're like, holy hell, you know, yeah. you know that mm-hmm. your money depends on how you look. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, it's a different story. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to push that slice of pizza away now. Right. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. You got to go yeah. straight fitness after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's fucking nuts. Uh, 40, I, I never thought, yeah. I, I thought like the cutoff age was like 33 or something. There's no shit. cutoff age. No? Just go to the cabaret. They're like 50 or 60 Dude. or 100 years oh, older. Shit. <laughs> that's, grandma, that's, yeah. that's where strippers go <laughs> to die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was the one that can't get out of it. I, I, you know what? There's there a was, fucking walker and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was one when I was 18 years old. I had gone to one on the, uh, it's on Yarbrough right behind. Oh, the, arrows? Uh, yeah. Arrows or arrows, arrows or neuros? Some, something like that. It was yeah. fucking, 18 years old. I mean, last yeah. week and shit. About 20 years ago, bro. That's just still there. So, it might be. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, it is. so I was so I was still a senior in high school, and I remember mm-hmm. like their big main attraction was they had like a shower dance. Nice. They had a huge fucking shower on the side, right? And then they, they each girl would come out and do two dances. Mm-hmm. So this one girl, and again, I'm 18 years old, so I got to get out of the house by eight o'clock if not. <laughs> I get shit on. Like, hey, where are you going? You know what I mean? You ain't going to Kitsigeta. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> only so much shit you could get away with. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fuck it. So I just turned 18, and me and my homeboy, uh, Who Ride, we went. Who Ride? Who and, Ride. Yeah. So we went, and there's like, all right, but let's go track out Nero's, because we used to do Foxes all the time. Uh-huh. And then uh, for whatever reason, there's like, let's just try this other spot out. Well, fuck it. So we go, and the way it works is the girl gets two dances. First dancer completely clothed. Second dance, they come out naked, or they start mm-hmm. stripping down to it. So there's this one lady. This chick had to be easily like 115. Easy. <laughs> 
She was old as fuck. I mean, she had <laughs> pushing one twenty, dude. She had fucking uh, cigarette burns, fucking bullet hole wounds. She had fucking. You can tell she's been shanked a few fucking times, right? And like I said, it's eight thirty. Oh, you're right walking out in band aids. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> so, so it's basically eight thirty at night, right? So, I'm, I'm, so we're sitting right up front. We're like, all right, fuck it, and. For whatever reason, we're able to get Smirnoff ice with us. Because that was the thing that was in right back then. You know what I mean? We had a fucking uh, a six of Smirnoff. And this chick, dude, just came out. Swear to God, I, I still see her right now. She just came out butt-ass naked first song. Just sat on the stage looking at everybody. The fucking just, song. Just is, sat on the edge making that clapping sound. Like, yeah, ah, no. Ah, not even that. Not even trying, bro. So then I, and I remember there was like a house song. Was a, mm, 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 mm. So it's one of those, you know, you know, you know the song is a shit, right? Just like leaning back with a cigarette. Yeah. She just looked like looking at everybody judging them. And yeah. I was like, this bitch. I was like, really? You don't judge me. You got bullet holes. Like, You're like, fucking shame on your ass. Right? Looking at my old ass over yeah, here. Yeah. I was like, I'm looking at her. I'm just thinking shame. 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 You know what I'm saying? I was like, fuck, do something. And then she just oh looks at God. everybody. So after the second song, she gets up. And she's pissed off at this time. I was like, well, why are you mad? You didn't do shit. You just fucking sat there. And she's going around to every table, grabbing just random drinks, put them all in one cup. <laughs> Swear to God, dude. So this, she's got making make whole version yeah, of Yeah, dude. So she's got wow. like a fucking harvest of drinks in her fucking, in her drink. Just slugging it down. Like, you want to dance? Smoke coming out of her fucking lungs and shit. I was like, fuck no. Maybe later. You know what I'm saying? Y'all a little tricky. All of me and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, do something first. Like, Maybe fucking later. make me want to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just talking to her, I wanted to fucking, like, take a shower. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, dude, is this fucking serious? Oh, my gosh. And I was thinking. <laughs> you got that airborne STD and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I caught the clap by talking to her. I don't know how the fuck that oh happened. That shit was the first time ever. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, is this... Is this how you know? Like, you know what? Maybe this shit it isn't for me anymore. Like, you know what I'm Maybe saying? Maybe it isn't for her anymore. Yeah, like, I mean, you're dying on yeah, stage. Like, um, you don't know how much longer you get to yeah. live. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like, an early stage of decomposition. Yeah. Like, little flakes yeah. of skin. Yeah, you don't know how many more of those are left in you. You know what I mean? I mean, and then not even giving a fuck, then having the nerve to get mad at people. It's just like the old ladies that talk shit of people just walking down the street. That's basically what it was. That's why I can't wait to get old. Old and senile. Oh shit! All right, so so back to you. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So all right, so you said that you're forced out of the house, so that's how you got into the gig. So of course, everybody always thinks. A stripper Uh means that you got touched, molested, or some shit when you're young. Daddy issues. Any of that. I have daddy issues, but it's not of the sexual violation type. Okay. It's more of the, I think my dad was, you know, being a Marine and being in law enforcement, mm-hmm. he, and then coming home to a house full of women, right. um, he just, he was a misogynist. He just hated females and wow. he showed us <laughs> that he hated us. You know what I mean? Do so, you have any sisters then I take I it? do. I have two sisters. Okay. Um, and yeah, and he just, he just couldn't stand us and, and mm-hmm it showed yeah um so no i i was never um i've never experienced any type of molestation mm-hmm. or violation of that type snow <laughs> yeah because i mean I'm, yeah no anytime you hear anything mm-hmm. it's like all right so i'm gonna start because you know i got molested by that crazy uncle right, that right. Really said not oh, to yeah. talk to oh yeah and you i, could, I mean? mean i totally understand that you know what i mean i could see obviously you know p- part of my internship was also giving counseling to women that had prostitution arrests right um and some of the, the stories you know well not some of them i would say about percent of the stories behind mm-hmm. that um had that type of, of trauma mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah damn that's fucking yeah. nuts so 
damn. And you so, have to understand the cycle. I mean, think of it this way. Okay. So when people talk about strippers, right? Mm-hmm. The way that they, they paint the picture is they're alcoholics, they're drug addicts, right. they're mm-hmm. whores. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. right, right, right. Look at the cycle of it. If a woman goes in there um, and she's been violated as a child or whatever, mm-hmm. she's got that trauma. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how she identifies with herself, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's hard to understand. It's the whole, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, where somebody gets raped and then they become promiscuous. Right. People mm-hmm. don't understand that. But it's a way to regain power. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times that's the reason behind that. So okay. you have these, you know, dancers that have experienced that and then they go into this world where they're trying to gain control or that's all that they know how to do or that's all that has been ingrained in their mind that they're worth. Mm-hmm. So they go in there and they truly don't want to do that stuff. That's where the alcohol and the drugs come mm-hmm. into play right. because they need to numb that and they need to be able to do what they got to do to right. survive. Right, right, right. It's a horrible vicious cycle of nothing but, you know, trauma and, right. and, and and drug abuse and all that stuff. But unfortunately, we live in a society that instead of helping, what do we do? It's easier to point yeah. fingers and make feel shit. Of course, of course. Yeah, that so empowerment. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. That's fucking nuts. So, so with, with you being the, well, first of all, is stripper, like, do they, do you take offense to the word stripper, the name stripper? Like, do you prefer something different? I love that word. Do you? Okay. Believe it or not. I take absolutely no, if I get more offended when you call me an exotic dancer, like really? what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so just a naked That's chick. Exotic. Yeah. Okay. Like call me a stripper. Let's call it what it is. Right, I, yeah. I'm, there's no shame in my game. So right. you can call me what it is. And that's, that's what it is. I'm a stripper. So like, so you said, if I remember correctly, you're single now, right? Yes. Just recently. Yes. Okay. So when you meet a dude, do you mm-hmm. tell him like straight out, like, look, dude, I strip or do you like kind of like let that shit? No, at this point in my life, and I would say the last 15 years of my life, mm-hmm. I stopped lying about what I did um, when I was about 24. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty honest about what I do. Yeah. So any guy that dates me, he knows right away. Yeah. I mean, I don't hide it whatsoever. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of times, you know, I, I've had four serious relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I give these men, you know, the, the, the lowdown, what, what I do, how long I'm going to do it, um, right. how you're not going to change the timeline, <laughs> uh, no matter how much you love me or what you want to offer me. Right. That's not what this is about. Um, a lot of people misunderstand why I continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the misconception a lot is that I, I love attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I started dancing because I was struggling and I wanted to pay my bills, not because right. I need attention. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mm-hmm. get that whether I'm on the pole or not, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. I'll go to Walmart right now and I can pick up a dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Damn. Damn, let's I put mean, this to the test. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> pick up Vince. Hey, I'm not saying it'll be a quality dude. I'm just saying Damn. I can do it. That's fucked up. No, we, we do quality over no, quantity. You know what there. I mean? You know what I mean? So... Yeah, so um, I tell these guys everything. I don't. I don't keep anything. Right. Um, and the common response is, "I'm okay with that." Mm. Yeah, that's and a lot. that mm. doesn't lie. last. It's yeah, it doesn't last. Yeah, it's yeah. a lie. I wouldn't be. Okay. What's the longest relationship that you had? Uh, I was in a relationship with a police officer for twelve years. Wow. Yes. Damn. Yes. Surprising. I didn't learn with my dad being <laughs> in law enforcement. Going back to those daddy no, issues. No offense, <laughs> no offense to law enforcement. Going back to the daddy issues. Yeah, exactly. See, hey, I admit it, right? Yeah, That's no, my yeah. daddy issues right there. Yeah. And th- Trying this, to take control. Did he always try to talk you out of it and try to be like, you know what? You got to drop this stripper life or you got to. You know, he was, 
you know, I, I obviously we're not mentioning names, so I really don't right. care and I'm not going to like try to sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this dude was in his own world of hot mess. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so he had no, I, you know, one day I was the most beautiful, wonderful person in the world. And the next day I was a whore. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a general dude. Yeah, that's a general so, dude. <laughs> so honestly, you know, I, guess, I just didn't. Well, like, what kept you going for 12 years though? Um, stupidity. Um, I'm not a quitter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I invested so much time and effort and money. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, oh hell no, you're gonna love me, and you know. (laughs) I I can see it already. Hey babe, you know what's not gonna work out? Basically, Uh, just just your typical relationship. Yeah, Yeah. definitely, definitely. I guess, I guess for me, it seemed a lot more different, just given the fact of your profession. Right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm actually pretty normal i mean well <laughs> whatever normal. that means okay. no no i i tend to live by um when i clock into work okay when right. i go in right i have to get ready i have a routine to get okay. ready okay. okay what's your and routine my ru- <laughs> is, is it top secret is it is no it? it's not top secret okay. but i just don't like people in my space so you know luckily you know i i live by myself you mm. know and I, I can do my thing or whatnot and mm-hmm. um but i have to listen to my music and it takes me a while i'm putting mm. on my makeup right. you know, ladies I'm, night what music yeah what are we getting it, down to it, uh, it honestly just depends on DMX. my mood sometimes you never yeah, know it's always uh, dmx i know right <laughs> yeah it just depends but it's me getting into my my stripper zone right you know what i mean because right. that's literally what you have to do you've got to you've got to switch right um people wouldn't pay to have kimberly Mm -hmm. sitting next to them because i'm very opinionated i'm very um demanding i have high expectations (laughs) okay um i don't let you know people disrespect me things like that you know that's in my personal life right right, right. um jade on the other hand she's very sexual she's very sexy she's Mm -hmm. very um intense she's very playful she's very patient Mm -hmm. um She's a cute bitch, you know what I mean? So, like, I envy her. Like, I wish I could really be that way. I love that yeah. bitch. Yeah, I love that fucking bitch, right? She makes me money. So, right? anyway, so that's who I try to become when I'm at work. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be, you know, music that I get into. It's got to right. be, you know, I've got to be pumped for the night. I got to right, be right, right. no no disruption, dis, you know, disruptions, no un, no annoying boyfriends, nothing. No drama, just right? Nothing. Right, right. It's drama so, free Right, right. And then once I get to work, I'm Jade. Right. That's why I'm for six hours. I take like a pre-workout and shit. For that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then once I leave that place and I'm Kimberly, mm-hmm. you know, Kimberly, as soon as I walk into the parking lot, I'm Kimberly. And the bouncer outside will tell you I become a mega bitch as soon as I'm in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, like, where's my fucking car? I want to get the fuck out of here. I want to take a shower. I want to go home. I'm fucking hungry. Like, that's that's who I really am. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, um, yeah. So then I go home and I'm who I am. Yeah that's the way that it was in my relationships or it's always in my the way that i am in my relationships where Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times like with the guy that i was with for 12 years Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i would have him whenever he felt insecure i would allow him to come into the club and see you know me right um and i always give any boyfriend that i'm with the option to do that Mm -hmm. you can either go and check it out or you can just don't ask don't tell yeah you pick think the wildest shit you can you pick you pick so a lot of the guys that would go in, you know, obviously I've been there forever. So the staff treats them very well. They mm-hmm. get to see me. They, they, you know, they get to see my world and then they right. get to see how I am at home. And, and that's, I think, what happens when they get into the comfort, comfort level because mm-hmm. they start to realize that 
you know, holy shit, like she's not like the movies or she's not like those songs about strippers. Like, you know, she's not waking me up at four in the morning to go meet her, her fucking stripper friends to go score some X and go fuck, you know, have a fucking gangbang and shit. Like, no, dude. So like, gangbangs don't happen? No, they actually don't, That's you know? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, this, like. This fucked up my fantasy. Dude, I'm this is sorry. Getting, <laughs> the I'm more sorry. this is going on, the worse I'm fucking. Right. I would get home. Continue to. I would take a shower and I would watch Family Guy and American Dad. That, that was. That well, that's, was the that's quality. That's you now, or that was you in no, the relationship? No, that's, that's me all the time. Oh, okay. When I get home from work, that's what I do. I don't want to go party afterwards. Mm. I don't want to, you know, a lot of guys go in there and they're like, what are you doing afterwards? Like, I'm going to go watch American Dad, dude. Like, I'm <laughs> 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 on Netflix. Like, what bitch. the fuck? Like, what do you think I'm going to do? Like, yeah, yeah, watch Game of Thrones. Come on. Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I have a bottle of Crown. I'm like, I don't even drink. I don't care what you have, you know? Well, like, to be, you got protein shake. You got protein shake. To be fair, Crown is. Shit, to be fair crown i mean this is how naive i i have been i i would have this guy would go up and he would go once a week and he'd go up and, and tip me and he'd be like do you party and i'd be like no and i never understood what he meant right, right. so finally one day he gets on my fucking nerves right and i'm like what, what the fuck do you mean do i party like do i go to like parties like what, what do you mean <laughs> and he tells me what he means right. and i'm like wow dude like i've never been into the whole drug world so right. i don't even know the common language of <laughs> the common language. i don't i don't even know the common language <laughs> of it Sorry. and so i was like no dude I, I don't but you can like stop tipping me and asking me if i party because you're starting to get on my fucking nerves dude so. i'm a party i family guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she doesn't know the common vernacular when it comes to I don't throat. I don't <laughs> Do party? I don't I got a lot of valuable information though when I was interning with the court because I would mm. also counsel uh, people that were addicted to drugs and alcohol mm. and they they taught me a lot of stuff you know what I mean okay. and I went in there and and I'm not gonna lie like part of my insecurities as a counselor was when clients would say, well, you don't know what you're talking about because you don't even drink or you don't even, you know, you don't do this or yeah. you do right, that. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they were right. And they were right. But I would sit mm. there and I would tell them, well, I'm your counselor, unfortunately. I'm assigned to you. You're stuck with me for six weeks. Mm -hmm. So explain it to me. Mm -hmm. Teach me. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. that's what I'm here for. I'm here to listen. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to to make you feel like shit or to victimize you all over again. I want to learn. I want you to teach me what, what, what's going on. Right. Yeah. And that's all that I could offer because at that point, I didn't have that experience. Do so. you find yourself counseling a lot of the uh, your coworkers since you've been in there in um, the game for so long? You know, I have a couple of girls that... It, it's really funny. It's I, I always... Uh, use the example of when somebody becomes a police officer, a okay. rookie cop, and all of a sudden family comes out of the woodwork and they're like, oh, hey, I haven't talked to you. This is your second cousin from, you know, <laughs> such and such family. And we right. haven't spoken in 10 years, but I got a speeding ticket. You think you can help me out? <laughs> right, you right. know, that's what it is. As yeah. soon as people found out that I got my my degree mm -hmm. and that I can give counseling, then all of a sudden everybody was like, hey, can we talk? Like, I think, you know, I have problems with this and problems with that. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that, I can offer advice as a friend, right. um, but I'm not licensed yet. So that's right. why nothing that I'm doing is considered unethical. Right. Um, but the moment that I do get licensed, I, I definitely can't be working at the club and I definitely can't be giving friends and family counseling, you know what I mean? <laughs> and they don't understand the logistics of that. Right. So at this point, I, I just say, well, I can offer you advice as a friend. Right. And that's mm. what I do. And a lot of times I do listen to what they say and I do go into my research or my ref, you know, my referral mm -hmm. um, um arsenal and i go back to work and i give them phone numbers to places that can possibly help mm. them or okay. you know counselors that are licensed that right. they can go and see and things like that awesome um, but that's all that i can do and like what's like the biggest issues that you see i guess in with the um, girls that you work with the biggest issues that i see um 
probably alcoholism and drugs. Um, that's probably it, it, the biggest. It's something issues. that you approach them about, or something that they? No, I never you about? approach anybody. Anybody, I'm not there to save anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got shit on my own plate. You know what I mean? So I'm not <laughs> right. there to. You know, I'm not Captain Save a Ho, right? So, <laughs> so I'm not gonna do anything of yeah. the sort. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't go in there thinking I'm better than them, or you know that I have the right to to change anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they they come to me and I offer my advice. But other than that, um, I that's you know, as, as a person that has worked in a strip club for many, many years, and it's not just my strip club, it's every strip club I've ever walked into. That's the biggest issues that I've seen is, is drug and alcohol. The biggest issue that irritates the living hell out of me (laughs) is the bad relationship issues. When, Mm. uh, you hear the girls fighting with the, you know, baby daddy or boyfriend in the back on the phone. Mm. And that's the part that, that I'm just like, Oh, that that just <laughs> yeah that's the part that kind of pisses me off why, why, why does it piss you off yeah. so much it pisses me off because i remember being that young dancer mm-hmm. going through that okay. i remember allowing somebody to um make my day at work shitty right uh and to allow somebody to have that much power and control over you via cell phone mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. ridiculous right so at this point in my life i i you know call it my age you know the experience well, whatever it is that i i've gone through in my life um nobody will have control over my life and that's a lot of that's freedom that's liberation and i'm Mm -hmm. not just talking about you know via cell phone i'm talking about just in in general general, in my personal mm -hmm. life Um, and the way that i handle that is to be completely honest Mm -hmm. you know nobody can shame me nobody can victimize me because there's I don't lie about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a dancer. I take my clothes off for a living. Here you go. <laughs> you know, there's no skeletons in my closet. Right. Like everybody that knows me or everybody that takes the time to want to know me, right. they'll know me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's that's liberating. The yeah. more you lie, the more you got to sneak around, the more you oh, got to yeah. hide. The, the It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's pointless. It just eats at you pretty it much. It does, yeah. it does. Well, I mean, damn, I mean, you'll be living a whole lie world where you forget what you are, who you are. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you forget the lie that you tell them. That's even worse. Oh so you're really fucked up. <laughs> you know, I, I had a, um, he wasn't my client, but he was a, a client that, that I uh, came across where he had not disclosed his homosexuality to his mother his entire life. And okay. he was in his late 50s. Damn. Um, this man, sweetest man ever, right? Mm-hmm. But he had a severe drinking problem and a severe issue with drugs. Okay. And he had a lot of depression, a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And every time that you know you would touch on it, it was it always went back to the fact that he can never identify with who he was. Okay. So a lot of times, you know, when I hear these people that think that they know what they're talking about, talking about how, you know, transgender doesn't exist homosexuality doesn't exist you know how can you tell a person that they don't know what they're talking about when Mm -hmm. they're talking about themselves Mm -hmm. why do you care right you know if my neighbor down the street wants to identify as a fucking purple elephant why do i give a fuck let him be a purple fucking elephant just don't do it on my yard you know like i don't care dude (laughs) be the best purple elephant you can be exactly i don't understand why it matters do you have any transgenders that work at the at your establishment or not that i know of no no would they be welcome do you believe you or? know i don't know that's a good question i've especially with with the the way it's a hot topic right now yeah um, exactly yeah. i don't know i really don't know yeah because because i know idea. we we've been wanting to touch on this subject but we don't mm. have anybody to speak to yeah. about yeah, it because we don't know anyone like in that i guess line or you know, yeah. as far in as that like lifestyle oh, okay. well, yeah we know, and, we know a couple of people yeah but the thing is is the questions that we ask they're going to be ignorant 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not because we're trying to be dicks or anything. Yeah. It's just mainly yeah, because course, you we want to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like, yeah. The questions are going to be ignorant. They may mm-hmm. be offensive yeah. at oh. times, uh, but the thing is that these are questions that the normal person, not normal, but the your typical person, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? That, yeah, you want to know. That has. I want to yeah. know, know too. I mean? yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> uh. like, these are questions that people have that if they more understood it, then mm-hmm. it could be more acceptable. Yeah, it'll be more, more, more harmonizing for mm-hmm. society. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, and that's that's why I chose to do this this podcast because I want, you know, instead of logging onto my Instagram with a profile that doesn't show your face or is private mm-hmm. and sending me messages about how much of a whore I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Why don't you ask the questions that are eating away at you? You know, why don't yeah. you ask me, you know, why I don't go to church or why I don't, you know, really, you know, go or follow religion or mm-hmm. why I take my clothes off for a living or why I'm the way that I am. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. why why be so quick to you know throw daggers and be that type of person yeah mm. well i mean i guess that makes people feel better about themselves you right. know when they can put everybody down well, obviously why it's, that it's is projection yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah why that is uh-huh. i mean fuck them i, I think uh-huh. i think they're you're in a better well, actually I, I think you're worse off talking shit about mm. people when not knowing people yeah, i yeah. agree you know what i mean yeah. I, I ask questions if i don't understand mm. something and just like you said you know i know that a lot of times my questions might come across you know ignorant or or you know maybe a little mean so a lot of times i'll put out a disclaimer where i'll say look mm. I'm very interested in knowing where you're coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So forgive me if anything sounds mm-hmm. offensive, but I truly don't know. So please yeah. explain it to me. Yeah. All it takes is certain types of words that you throw in there. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 That's it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah. Like even right now, when I when I caught myself by saying um normal, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that's just that's just the way I was raised. You know, yeah. it's just like to mm-hmm. me that 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 was normality. Yeah. Right. I mean that to me that is normality. Just being straight and see that's the thing is that's where i think the issue is is that there's no such thing i mean this is obviously you know your friendly neighborhood strippers opinion all right you know um but in in my humble opinion i feel that there's no normalcy there's no black and there's no white mm-hmm. yeah. there's a ton of gray yeah. right and unfortunately because of the way that many of us were raised um we were taught that it's either this or that yeah, and mm-hmm. that's a very hard thing to break. Yeah, and, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a hard thing for for someone to evolve yeah, from definitely. a certain mindset. That, mm-hmm. That's all you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I think that's even more, I guess, ethnically, because the Mexicans, you know, they're so one way. I mean, because mm-hmm. the Mexican, <laughs> the basic nucleus of a Mexican is you fucking, you never leave home. You stay there forever. Yeah, keep the raza together no matter what. You, I mean, because I mean, you'll see people whose aunts still live at home with their mom. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're, they're like 65 and shit. <laughs> and yeah, and they're hardcore Catholic, but they do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have nothing to do with the religion, but they're yeah. hardcore Catholic. You yeah. can't yeah. tell them shit. You have a rosary. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're a guy, you got a cross tattoo. Yeah, they got the cross. Oh, I got a cross tattoo. <laughs> there you see, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're Catholic. <laughs> you got that. You got that. You got your fucking your your candles of the Virgen Guadalupe and the fucking 18 other fucking saints. <laughs> and then if you talk if you ask about well, who's that who's that saying oh i don't know then why the fuck do you have it yeah. you know what i mean i just yeah. paid so, to the like, <laughs> yeah. and see when i say that you know a lot of times i get backlash because people assume that you know i'm the devil's daughter and that i'm bashing right. jesus god religion and, and i'm really not um i think it's beautiful for for people to have something to believe in mm-hmm. you know for something to give people hope right um what i don't believe in is for people to use that to degrade other people mm-hmm. to you know or for their own benefit or like, for their own benefit right. correct mm-hmm. you know what i mean and um, I don't know. I just, I just feel that a lot of times, you know, and, and I did my research. There was a time in my life where I wanted to believe in something. Right. So I was raised um, with Jehovah Witness grandparents till about I was, I guess, about seven. But luckily, okay. my mom, 
she she didn't really want religion mm -hmm. so from that point forward we didn't have religions which was great i think right. for me yeah. <laughs> was her mom was um, she atheist or was she uh, she was an atheist she agnostic just, or she, you know my mom believes in god but she likes to have the freedom in believing in god the way that she wants to and i okay. totally agree with that you know i want to believe in a god that tells me you know what kimberly i know you're a good person and you're doing what you got to do and you know this person is mm -hmm. is you know your friends your homosexual friends they're great people who cares about the yeah, fact yeah. that they're i don't care mm -hmm. or you know this person's transgender transgendered who cares or you know what i mean mm -hmm. or even the the inmates that i gave counseling to just because they're in jail doesn't mean they're 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 trash or they're mm -hmm. not human or they don't right. deserve dignity yeah. and Obviously, I've gotten a crap load of backlash for the, the way that I think. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, luckily, I'm, I'm in a state of mind where I'm very, I'm very strong minded and I'm very, very um, <laughs> opinionated, right. obviously, right? right? So I really don't care what people think about yeah. me. Um, and I think that's what, yeah. that's what pisses people off like yeah. a lot more is that you don't mm -hmm. care. Yeah, like, if someone insults you or tells you, like, or you're going to hell, I'm like, hey man, fuck it. I mean, <laughs> enjoy enjoy hey the ride. Yeah, I'll be, enjoy I'll, the ride I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be kicking it with Bob Marley. I know, right? be kicking it with all these cool guys. You <laughs> know what I mean? He'll like, be high as fuck. Yeah, like Hitler. I, I, I won't, I'll, I'll exactly. stay clear from him and shit, but hey, he might be cool. He's just misunderstood, bro. <laughs> He's just misunderstood. I mean, they just, there was a language barrier that people didn't understand. And he said, bring him a little and be cool, not kill them all. <laughs> I know. It's just, you know, there, there was a fucking, there was a break in the email yeah. somewhere, yeah. dog. So yeah, that they, and that's why I've noticed like people that are religious, like when I say stuff like that, they, they just think like, how can you say that? <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm like, how mm -hmm. can you even like say that? It's how just, dare like, you? Well, it's not yeah. a big deal to me. And but to them it is. Like if it was such a big deal, you'd probably be following that book like, to, the to the T, T you know to what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously it's not a big yeah. deal. And yeah. And that's the thing. That's, that's what I'm, I'm not a fan of hypocrisy. That's oh. the thing. That's yeah. the thing. It's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. Like, yeah. The, the I have more respect for somebody that's, brutally honest yeah mm -hmm. than somebody that tries to come across you know angelic and, and yeah. it just makes no yeah. sense to me you know what i mean yeah. that makes no sense to me mm -hmm. i think all of our faults all of our experiences negative positive i think that defines us as people and i right. think that's great yeah you know what i mean i think that's what makes that's what makes us individuals yeah. and i think that the same things that are are creating people like for example i'll see memes right and these memes will be talking about how you know um when you find a woman uh, that stays home at night and doesn't go out or doesn't mm -hmm. have any kids or doesn't do this, and then it has that chef guy throwing out the rings and shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm looking at those memes, and I'm thinking, wow, that that's sad that that's what you think is a perfect woman because mm -hmm. you're missing out on women like me. Right. Mm -hmm. That, you know, yeah, you know, I might you know, to the common man right. seem like I'm the devil's daughter and I'm crazy <laughs> and I'm all this, but you have no idea the loyalty that I carry. You have no mm -hmm. idea the strength that I carry. You have yeah. no idea the resiliency, the the, the intelligence, all of yeah. it, mm -hmm. you know, just the straight up humanity that I carry. And yeah. I know that sounds kind of weird coming from somebody that swings on a pole mm -hmm. every night, <laughs> but it's there. Right. But obviously I'm not going to put it out there. You know, that's yeah. reserved for people that take the time to know me. Exactly. So. I, guess, I guess to be fair also, um, do you meet a lot of girls like you, like in your line of work? I love the girls that I work with. Um, That's a no. No. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk shit or anything. Bro. No, I, shit, I do. I no, I say, do. I'm, I'm unique. You know, what I mean? you know, let me tell you. Let me tell you. So like I said, I was very, very lucky this the, these last couple of years because I got to be in professional world and I got mm -hmm. to be in stripper world, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I got to meet women in professional world and obviously the girls that I, I work with in, in stripper world. Right. And just like I mentioned earlier with the professionals, it, it's not that different. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times 
the professional women that I meet, um, they're a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not trying to, to be mean or, or to, to, to bash women that are right. out there or whatever, but a lot of times they're worse. They're more cutthroat, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Some of the girls that I work with, sometimes I've got to remind them to have filters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've got to remind them that society has stereotyped us for certain reasons, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we should not play on those reasons. Yeah. Therefore, if somebody calls you trash on social media, don't send her a video where you're threatening to kill her and her kids, or you know what I mean. Like, you know, <laughs> don't be, add fuel to the fire. Exactly. Uh, using be, double negatives. Exactly. Be a lady about it. <laughs> Say, you know. Sh- you know, switch it around. Be yeah. a lady about it and say, you know, I'm sorry you feel that. I'm yeah. sorry you feel that way. You are more than welcome to come into the club and see how trashy we are. Right. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Make it a making a money making opportunity. That's what I tell the guys that bash me all the time. I'll say, you you think I'm a whore? Well, why don't you come check out this whore? You like this whore? Trust me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> bring your credit card. And then, that's yeah. the thing that gets me. Like on, on social media is when someone talks shit about someone, mm-hmm. but yet they're following them. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, if it's such a horrible thing, yes. then just fucking don't follow them. But not Let, only following, follow, follow the things that you like. That's <laughs> yeah, it. But, but not only following, but commenting, liking, yes. taking the time, taking, <laughs> the, taking the time of your day to exactly. just bash exactly. someone. Yeah. I'm like, how much? Yeah. Those no, internet trolls, I just don't bro. understand. Like, what? I guess what feeling do you? What gratification do you get from, yeah. from that? You know what I mean? Well, I think what happens is, um, I think a lot of times it 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 irks these particular. I I, I say men because. A hundred percent of my Instagram bashers are men mm-hmm. um, that I know of so far. I mean, they could be hiding, they could be pretending to be men. Who knows? <laughs> but from what I read and from from what I assess out of the things that I read, it, it's a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are, I'm assuming, maybe the misogynists out there that can't handle the fact that I'm okay with myself. That right. I, you know, I'm an attractive woman. So you know, you're looking at my picture, and you know, you're feeling a little tingle down there. <laughs> but you're also bothered by the fact that you're feeling that, and you're right. also mm-hmm. bothered by the fact that you're gonna say something, you're gonna comment something negative, and I'm not gonna break down. I'm not gonna argue back with you and i'm not going to close down my site and i'm not going to (laughs) retire and Mm. you know i'm i'm going to invite you to the club Mm -hmm. and i'm going to tell you you know how about you call me a whore in person while you're throwing out that 20 right you know what i mean like it's okay dude and a lot of times they get bothered by that and and maybe that's why they stay following and they Mm. continue to uh like has it ever been a point in time that it actually did bother you like it got to you um when you get a certain amount of comments about how much you're a whore, I mean, I'm a human being. I'm not a robot, obviously. Right, right. So it always bothers me. I don't. Yeah. I don't mean that it just absolutely doesn't bother me. I mean, yeah. what, what I mean by that is that it it doesn't put a dent in my day. Right. But of course, I think to myself a lot of times. You know, I wonder what other people think about me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have these people following me on Instagram, and I wonder what they think about me. I wonder if they truly believe what they're seeing right and it's kind of scary if that's the truth because when i went about setting up my instagram mm-hmm. um i thought to myself okay what do men like mm-hmm. men like titties, titties. Yeah. sex sells sex, sex sells they're women gonna men like up. naked women right. they like to laugh yeah so i figured okay so my instagram is not going to be pictures of like fucking this really beautiful rose garden i went to the other day with my mom mm. or whatnot you know nobody gives a fuck about that yeah. right so <laughs> it's gonna be roses. right so it's gonna be <laughs> pictures of me and pictures of my girlfriends and you know we're gonna be you know 
implied nudity or mm-hmm. partial nudity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's going to be some funny ass memes that I take the time to look for for all of you guys you're welcome um, <laughs> they are funny also. right they are funny. yeah so I'm like thinking you know that's what dudes want to see yeah. so I put it out there and for the most part I get you know positive responses and, right. and people follow me and they dig that shit and you know I've yeah. gotten people to go into the club you know after mm-hmm. seeing that right um, but then I get the people that like truly believe like that meme is me it's about me <laughs> you know I'm, I truly just came home from a gangbang and I'm making a joke <laughs> about it i'm like really all right y'all just due to high demand for this particular episode we're just gonna go ahead and make you wait a couple of days though all right we're gonna go ahead and split this episode into two parts so stay tuned for the second part of a stripper's diary